0: The kids go to bed. <laughs> Her second book was it, it wishes to like bring you closer yeah, and, and be i was like, talking to my mom about a bottle
1: feed. Are really you know, in, in your car
0: like, every time? I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, <laughs> you know? Welcome, Welcome to, to Coffee, coffee Confession. Hey guys, happy Monday. So today's episode is kind of brought to you by uh, this last week event. And it kind of got my wheels turning, honestly, because Cody and I have been put in these predicaments quite often. <laughs> and I know that it sounds bad to say, but um, I'll elaborate on the situation. Last, last week, right? That's this week, whatever you want to call it, um, my son took a really bad fall and ended us in the ER. Um, and it was just a whole situation. So after we kind of went through that situation, I told Cody, I was like, you know, I'm super grateful that my husband was there this time because there's so many times that they're not there and we're just kind of like figuring all of it out by ourselves, right? And you get a lot of comments in like, when you talk about it or you post about it and things like that. And it's like, you know, oh, well, you know, civilians go through this and other people do this. And it was like, yeah, but 90% of the time, if something's going to happen to my family, <laughs> it's going to be while well, my husband is away. Yeah. Um, and there's just a feeling of helplessness. Like when you're in these situations, um, it was a Wednesday night or Tuesday night or whatever my you know we were cooking dinner and my kids were playing and nobody expects the unexpected and the situation just went from like bad to continually getting worse um, he went under a minor surgery and different things like that and it was just like when we at first you don't expect to end up in the ER and then when you end up in the ER you don't expect that to happen and it just went one step further and so I was thinking about it and I was like we this happens to us quite often. Remember when the yeah. baby fell out of the um, cart? It the first was it the first one? It was just me and you and I watched. Yeah, the we're kids. at Dollar Tree.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then the second one, she got lucky enough that her husband is there. And then just recently, <laughs> I don't know if I was
1: lucky enough that he panics me panics <laughs> me when he is here. So I don't know. I think I might have handled handled it a lot better. But it was definitely his first time of feeling that helplessness that we go through yeah, a lot.
0: And you have that. But the nice thing is, is like, I was talking to my husband about it too. And he's like, you know, I cried when my son cried, I cried. (laughs) And I I could not stop it. Like I literally like try to like, not and I just couldn't like the tears filled over because for one, my little guy is little, he's five years old. So he was injured and you know, expressing himself the majority of the way but still kind of like trying to and I when I was talking to Cody about it, I was like, you know, in those moments, you're like, I wish it was my older one. So I could kind of like, sit there and converse, whereas I'm trying to like explain an IV to my five year old, like, you know, and so in those moments, I was just super glad that my husband was there. And I had somebody to be like, okay, I'll stay here overnight. And like, you can go home. And, you know, versus like, hey, <laughs> I called Cody too. But <laughs> um, it's, you don't ever really like notice that, I guess, um, until you're set in that situation. Like, well, I think you don't realize you... how
1: like how alone you are until you're in a situation where you need exactly. a village to rally around you. And being military, sometimes you get really lucky and you do have a great village. Like, if that were to happen at Bragg, you would have been covered completely. And I mean, I feel like we held the fort down pretty well, just you and me. Um, but at Bragg, it would have been like you know, if I was busy, there was always, there would have been somebody else, or you know what I mean, then. Yeah. But sometimes it can be like, if you don't have that, you know, how you said, being a civilian, sometimes it's like that, like, outside looking in or inside looking out sort of thing, and it's like, nine times out of ten, if you're a civilian, you're probably living in an area that you have family around, or that you at least have some well-established friendships and things like that, and Military spouses, military families in general don't always have that luxury because we're constantly moving. For example, I've been in Colorado a year and we're leaving again, you know. So it's like you don't really ever get the chance to set down roots and be like, hey, if an emergency pops up, who am I Who am I reaching out to? Who's going to help me? In and, and your case, like if I hadn't been here and Mark was gone, like who would you reach out to in Colorado? And then you add that into like the helplessness it just is like the perfect anxiety storm I feel sometimes
0: yeah and you just I don't it's not eye-opening until you're in a situation like you know yeah. like you know i a military family we spend um you know holidays alone I don't not like you know our families together but not necessarily with you know grandmas and things like that and oh we're moving and we don't know nobody in our neighborhood oh we have birthdays and we have You know, we don't know anybody in our neighborhood, things like that. And I think those are the more blatant things that are laid out there. But in those moments of like helplessness, when I'm like, oh, my, when my husband was deployed, for instance, um. My son is asthmatic and um, he got croup and croup will send him to the hospital. And it was like two in the morning. And I can remember crying to myself, like, you know, I was on the phone with a nurse's line and I was like, if I have to take him to the hospital, like I have to get all my kids, <laughs> I have yeah. to take, you know, I have to take my youngest is four and I have to take my oldest and there's school. And, and you're just like, how do I do it? Obviously we make it work, but in those moments, you're just like, I'm so like, hopeless and helpless, right? Yeah, it's like, and then you're watching
1: it, your child hurt. I remember when, um, last year, when my preschooler got hurt at school, and they were just like, hey, so-and-so got hurt on the playground. Can you come grab him? I'm like, sure, and then I roll up, and there's ambulances, and then, you know, my baby comes crawling, <laughs> walking out with, like, his face bloodied and swollen, and you know, just, you add in, like, the emotions as a mother, and then add in my husband was gone and it was just like okay now now what do i do like he's gone how do i let him know what's happening to how do i wrestle my emotion to be mom and caregiver but who's gonna like who am i gonna lean on if he's gone and i don't have anybody here who am i leaning on to make sure that i'm okay because as a mom you hurt just as bad watching your child hurt or uncomfortable or having surgery or any of those things Mm -hmm. and sometimes being as having a spouse in the service is just a constant reminder that there are a lot of challenges like this that are going to leave you feeling helpless and you're kind of stuck alone navigating that like okay i have to put my feelings to the side and figure this out because he's not here and maybe you don't have a village or a tribe to rally around you so it's like i have to put how i'm feeling and to the side and just be mom and that can feel hopeless and 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 helpless
0: yeah it's definitely it's an emotional burden I guess you would say that you kind of carry you know and we always make jokes about oh Murphy's gonna visit but when Murphy visits and like like Murphy you know break down my car I don't care you know cancel this snowstorm something like that please leave my kids out of it because it's just it's a lot for me to handle especially you're a woman a mom in the heat of the moment I told my husband after the whole situation I was like I felt like I handled myself pretty well he was like you did not (laughs) I was like I mean you know when we were trying to rush out of the house to get him to the hospital like I, I wasn't crying and I was you know doing all these things he's like Babe, I told you to get my army belt and you brought me some Velcro strap. I was like, I don't know, okay. I was in the heat of the moment. <laughs> but, but I was like, you know, I felt pretty calm cool collective. And there's been other times, you know, when we've been put in those situations um, that it's kind of like, and almost, it's almost easier when your spouse is not there because like yeah. my emotions are kind of just like pushback. Like I'm just like, because when my son, he was like hmm, a year and a half, two years old he had like a, like a sprained wrist and um, he caught the flu like shortly after. And so I was like exhausted, scared, you know, like you don't want to see your baby with a sprained wrist. And when you take him in, you're like, it's broken, you know? And so um, he had the flu and all of this. And like, I can just remember being like overwhelmed, but I was still able to like function. And then when it's all said and done, you just like sit in the bed and you're just like, okay now I need a good cry for like two days you know when we brought my son home and stuff like I just had a good cry and I was like I have to kind of like release all that you know it's just
1: it's 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 so emotionally draining because at the same at the time that you want to be strong you also want to be weak too like we're moms and these are our babies so you should you want to express your emotion of like grief and sorrow because they're hurt and but at the same time you want to stay strong because you don't want to scare them and then at the same time you're trying to stay strong because the person who is the strong influence is away so it's like this huge emotional battle anxiety I'm sure overwhelming all of these emotions at once it's it has to come out eventually and I think that it's really common just to have those times where you just break down because the it's a lot of pressure. Like I remember when my son hurt himself, I'm just like, Oh my, this is so much pressure because you, you already feel that mom guilt. Like even though my son got hurt at school and there was nothing I could have done, I'm you, that mom guilt comes in and it's like, well, maybe if you didn't put him in those shoes, he wouldn't have tripped or maybe you know, and all these things played in my head. And then it's like, um, Then I have to call his dad and tell him what happened. And no one, no spouse, like you don't want to make those calls. You don't want to be like, yeah, this is what happened. Your son went to the hospital today. Nope. You don't want to, you don't want to have to make those calls because at the same time, then you have to relive it because you have to tell the story. And nine times out of 10, you're already exhausted from it. So it's such an emotional back and forth. And then you just, everybody in society is just like, you're so strong. You're doing so good. And I could never do it. And it's like half the time, I don't want to do it. I I want a normal life. I want (laughs) to, I want a life where like, if my child gets hurt, my husband's there to stand beside me during it. But at the same time, like, I know that's not in the cards for me right now. So it's really easy to let those feelings of just feeling hopeless and just like helpless all the time, just over, Even outside of your children getting hurt, like, I feel like if you don't have a community rallying around you, and I feel like since starting coffee, we, we hear that more often than not, like, oh no, I don't have friends like that. I don't have even one friend like that and take children out of the scenario. Like I can imagine that being, you know, without people surrounding you would have to feel so helpless and so hopeless because even if you don't have kids, crazy things happen when you're single. I mean, I'm trying to think of back when I first got married. Like, if there was anything crazy, I think my dog hurt my knee, Um, and I had to be in a knee brace. While my husband was at a uh, a field problem or something like that. But that's about as crazy as it got for me. But in that time, like I lived in a third floor apartment, so it would have been really nice to have a community then because could you imagine trying to take up groceries to a third floor apartment with a knee brace on like it was not easy
0: well it's not even just you know like you said your kids it's like there's a lot of those moments that you're stuck in back what in february i had some issues with my health care and i felt i called cody crying (laughs) i I felt so hopeless and like i was just like i my husband was deployed at the time and i was like i had my mother-in-law in and I was trying to figure it all out, and I was like, "Okay, I finally, I made." You know that saying, "I make two steps forward, or whatever, or you one step one. forward, two steps back," <laughs> yeah. and that's exactly how I felt. And I feel like that's a lot of the military life. And I know people are gonna be like, "Oh, they're just complaining," and I'm like, "I'm not." And some I saw a question the other day, and it was like, "What do you think makes military spouses different from a normal, like a, you know, whatever average spouse is going to call yeah. civilian spouse?" Um, and she she responded and stuff, and I was like, you know a lot of the things we go through, we have to go through alone because mm-hmm. we're standing here to support my husband, but I also have to support my household and everything that goes along with it. So all of my children and, you know, not to mention myself. So when I had setbacks with my health, I felt hopeless. And when I had my son in group and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to wake everybody up. I felt hopeless. You know, um, I was very lucky that when my grandpa passed away, um, my husband was home at that time and his you know command was able to get him off and he was able to stay with our children and I made it to my grandpa's funeral because in that moment I was just like oh my god they're not gonna let him off you know I'm gonna miss Mm -hmm. my grandpa's funeral I'm gonna do this um unfortunately that same year within like a six month span I lost another loved one and again it was a very emotional time for us um for me and my you know my dad and his sister and things like that and so I was put in that situation again where I was like, "Oh no, you know." And again, thankfully, my husband was there. But um, the times that they're not, it's very eye opening to see. You know, um, in twenty nineteen, um, Cody's dog died, mm-hmm. and her husband was gone, and that was something that she had to go through. She had to make that call. You know, yes, I was there, and I was her community, and we rallied against her, but as many friends you can have your friends loving on you even your spouse sometimes you know you can have them loving on you but there's just like this feeling it's like I'm so like overwhelmed and just like like I just want to like tune it all out you know and I feel like we're stuck in those instances a lot of times you know oh don't watch the news because your husband's deployed you just tune it all out like let me tune all of it out and it's almost like you come like a robot, right? Just yeah. going into the everyday situation, like, oh, my husband's deploying. Okay, gotta kick it into gear. You know, my husband went to a school. Gotta kick it into gear. Here I am, navigating this situation. Like you I go on
1: autopilot. It's like, a, like yeah, you you. uh So, like, you think about like your spouse leaving, and I th- I think it's really common for military spouses to be like, okay, what's gonna go wrong? What's gonna go wrong? And that's like sort of sad to think about that we're just like, you know. Obviously, we all know in the back of our minds, like, I got this, whatever presents, I will be fine. I can get through it. But we all know to expect, like, the unexpected and that something is going to throw us off, like, our path of, you know, I think for me, I'm like, okay, this is my goal while he's gone. I want to get this done. I want to do this and that. But also, like, I know, I'm like, okay, well, how, what's going to go wrong to deter me off of this goal that I want to set? And I think, a lot of spouses kind of like you'll see a lot on the um, community pages where they'll say something like, Oh, I just can't live without him and stuff like that. Like that's helplessness guys. That's just that helplessness and hopelessness starts, like ruffling up inside of you. And um, I think a lot of us will pick at each other and be like, Oh my gosh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. But we all get that little sense of dread when it's time for them to go because you don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen on either side of the coin, like something can happen to them. Something can happen at home. You know, that the stress is going to be high because everything falls on your plate to handle, especially when you're a parent, um, and especially when you have multiple children like we do, it's, you know, one might be doing fine, but the other one is struggling and this one got hurt and this one is sick. And you there's just one of you and you're just stretched way too thin. It doesn't even have to be somebody getting hurt or anything like that. There's so yeah. many things that go into it that just leave you feeling just super helpless. I mean, you could just be needing a break one night and you just want your kids to go to bed and you know in the back of your mind, like if my spouse was home, I could escape upstairs, upstairs, drink a glass of wine, and lay in the tub. But because he's not, I have to do homework. I have to make dinner. I have to do bath time. I have to do bedtime. And then by that time, you're done. Like you're spent. Yeah. And if you're a mom, you know I'm right. You're ready to crawl in bed. I, I literally – my husband has been gone, and I literally – have been stretched so thin with him um, being gone especially this past week or so it feels my kids started sports in school and I literally cleaned my house on Saturday and I was like what is that smell I'm smelling something what is that smell and I'm like putting my scentsy on and I'm mopping my floors again I'm like why can't I get rid of the smell y'all the smell was me because I've been so tired that I haven't <laughs> like I've neglected like a shower I wore my hair I like wore my hair with a hat and a messy pun to church because I needed to wash my hair but I was just too exhausted last night I was like first let's just wash the body tomorrow we'll take a good shower and wash our hair and everything and but I gotta go to bed and in that moment like it's so easy to feel helpless. Just You are just you want to crawl on your bed and you want to go to sleep and because you're exhausted. Everything falls on you and it's so hard. And everybody makes fun of us for being military spouses and being proud to be a military spouse. And I am proud to be a military spouse. I'm very proud of my husband and the things he does. But it's exhausting. And I do feel helpless. And I do feel hopeless a lot of the time because at the end of the day, a lot of the way I feel, I don't push onto my husband because I don't want him to feel guilty for excelling in his career because I do enjoy being home. I do enjoy being a mother to my children. I grew up with a single mom who worked two or three jobs. I, I couldn't, if me as a child could see the mom that I am today to my children, I, I would be like, oh my gosh, so jealous because I just, you know, so it's like, I love what I'm doing, but it's exhausting.
0: Well, it's not to say that it's like, there's times, and I know there's times in life and everybody's life, right? But I feel as a military spouse, you just have them more often. And, you know, it's not to say that you're not going to have good times in the military life. Like you will, like we're fine, you know, especially with my husband's career, we're golden, but it's like in those moments of, I have a hurt child, you know, my husband's gone. I have two other children. I've never experienced this type of situation in my life. Like the anxiety that I have over it myself is kind of like, don't touch, don't breathe, don't move, don't sit. And he's five. So he's like, let me get up and play and leave me alone. And so it's just in that moment when my husband left, I was like, swallowing, you know, like my anxiety and the hopelessness that, okay, well, I'm gonna have to navigate these waters by myself. And I, you know, not to say like you resent your husband or anything. I've you get married, I feel like people are like, oh, you know, I'm a very independent woman. You can ask my husband, he'd be like, oh, you didn't ask me for help. Oh, I don't need to ask you for help. I just <clears throat> want you to do it, like, you know, do the help. And so I'm very independent. I am, I, I can do all kinds of things. I was raised that way. My dad taught me how to roof a house, for goodness' sakes, fence, you know, land, and all of these things. So I'm very independent. But when you get married, it's like. Yes, I am independent, but I married him for a reason. Like I want to do these things with him and I want to be in, you know, on the highest of highs and I want to be in the lowest of lows with him. Like I want his help there. And so when I feel like regardless if you're a mom or you're not, you're with your spouse for a reason. And so when these things help them you can't help but have that feeling of hopelessness. Like I just need my person. And as much as Cody's my person in that moment, I needed my husband to be there. And I was so thankful that he was there because I, between Cody and I, we would have both been freaking out. (laughs) It would have been a bad situation. And I think also
1: like when you you don't realize that, like nobody knows when the hard times are going to pop up or when the challenging moments are coming or when your kid's going to get hurt or really sick or anything. You don't know when those things are happening. So then like, I I was just thinking about this, as you said, all that is so many people will be like, well, you signed up for this and, and whatnot. But it's like a lot of us get married between like 18 and 20, 18. And I got married at 22. So we'll just push it to 18 to 22. i at 22, I didn't. I wasn't thinking about children. I wasn't thinking about my like what I would be like as a mom, or I, I wasn't thinking about when I did have said children that one would get hurt and I would be navigating those waters alone. You know, you you don't realize that how often they are going to be gone. You know, like okay, then there's going to be a deployment, and I think a lot of us just think of that. I don't think we realize. I didn't know what a field problem was when I married my husband. I remember like we got married and moved in and like a month later he was like, okay, I'm going to go to the field for two weeks. And I cried because I was like, what? (laughs) You're leaving? Like what? Uh, I didn't think about those things. And so then if somebody were like, hey, like you need to think about this. Like one day you guys are going to have kids and um, your kid's going to bust his mouth open while he's in training three hours away and they're not going to let him come home and help you like or you're going to get sick with Crohn's disease and he's going to be on a deployment and you're going to have a massive surgery and he's not going to be able to come home. Like you don't know any of that ahead of time. And so it's truly like you truly do not understand what you are signing up for or the challenges that are coming with that um, commitment that you're making. And I think like you just you don't realize how often you're going to be alone and with being alone, life still goes on and accidents still happen and um like tragedies still happen And, and as much as the military is pretty good at making sure that you have your spouse in those trying moments, there are other times when they're like, Listen, your wife needs to figure it out. Like you are you are gonna be here at this time on this date doing this mission and like, sorry, but she's got to kind of figure it out on her own, and that's that's kind of how it works, guys.
0: Yeah, and it's not to be like, well, just get out because I know that's the next yeah. step. <laughs> just get out, and it's not that my husband, ninety percent of the time, enjoys what he does. You know, he he enjoys his career, and he's made a career out of it, yeah. and. You know, and am I? I'm so very proud. You know, I know everybody's like, "Oh, you're a dependent. If you're proud, you're not a dependent. If you're proud, it's no. not cringe to be proud. I can be very proud of my spouse, and I don't have his ring sticker on my car. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So, well, and you um, wouldn't
1: like ask him to walk away from his career because you're having a a tough time. You know what I mean? Like- yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: well, you're gonna have, and I that's what I'm saying is you're gonna have like those tough times yeah. outside of the military life too. But the sole point of this one is just to say that, like, they come more often. I, yeah. and even if they don't come more often, maybe they come the same amount as a civilian life. The blunt reality and like ugly truth is that you're going to face them alone yeah. more often than somebody else would. Yeah. So I'm going to know how to, you know, I none of my kids have ever had the flu. So when my child got the flu, I was like oh my gosh, you know, like he's freaking two. And then, I, you know, you can't help but spiral. Well, flu is contagious. He's two. Right. Like, you know, that's it. That's this next one's getting it. They're getting it. If I get it, Lord have mercy. When uh, my husband no was done. deployed, I got COVID. You it guys, was... two years I made it. When my husband was deployed, I got COVID. And I don't get sick. I never get sick. So my boys got it. And then I got it. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> We're, We're screwed. Done. And I'm telling you. This and is I how like, that's it I couldn't breathe couldn't do this and so you know then I had my daughter and I was like trying to quarantine my daughter because she wasn't sick and then she was sad because she was all by herself and my husband's like (laughs) just pow and I was like no I can't do any more sickness like I just can't do it and so in that moment y'all I lost like 15 pounds guys I was hopeless (laughs) well and I
1: think it's important to know that I think the guys felt just as like helpless and hopeless yeah. when, when when those moments arise i truly in 100% confidence can say that um i know for a fact my husband and i'm sure your husband and everybody listening to this husband um isn't like well damn babe sucks to suck yeah you handle that like if the if there is a crisis going on at home and they cannot be around and you are manning the fort by yourself i know that they are feeling just as much helplessness as you are and the anxiety is building up in their chest I mean when like Felicia said when my dog died in 2019 it makes me choked up to think say what I'm gonna say but um I it happened um in a time zone so my husband knew that he was sick and knew he was going to the vet that day um but the you know if your spouse has been overseas it's, it's a big time difference so he went to bed that night um very helpless they didn't know what he was going to wake up to the next morning and uh, obviously um we had a he had cancer so we had to put him down and um i just sent him a, a, a message and said you know he's gone and and when he called me the next morning he just looked at me and i don't see my husband cry a lot but he just looked at the in the camera and he was like he's gone and i was like he's gone and we we just cried because it was just like we couldn't help like we couldn't comfort each other we were both far away um as much as I left Felicia and all the girls that were there with me no matter what they said it didn't make me feel better I he was a part of our family and he was gone and what I needed in that moment was my husband because we 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 bought him together like I think we like pocketed BAH for a couple months and we saved up to buy him and um and he was gone, and in that moment, I was so helpless, and I just, I wanted my husband, but I knew that the show had to go on, I knew that I had to take care of my kids, um, while he was gone, until he could get home, and it's funny, we talk about him, because today, walking to the pool, when my daughter was like, mommy, do you miss Momo, and I was like, ah, yeah, I miss Momo, she was like, you loved him, huh, and I was like, I did, I loved him so much, and so, um, those moments just like creep up on you and you, you, you can't plan for them. Like you can't plan for your child to yeah. get hurt. You can't plan for somebody to die or a pet to die. And those things that just happen and you have to embrace like what you're feeling, but at the same time, like don't um, wallow in it. Like you're as alone as you might feel. Chances are you at least have one person that you can be close to and just be like, I need to cry like <laughs> this is what's going on and I'm upset about it and I need to cry and and it's okay to feel that way and and if that person is your spouse then great I know that for my spouse it stresses them out so I express what what I'm going through and then I'm like okay Felicia we're gonna cry and drink <laughs> some Stella because it just stresses him out, you know. And I and I understand that about him because the same way he'll call me and like, babe, I'm gonna go off on this guy." I'm like, please don't, 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 don't do it. It stresses me out. Stop. So, um, I think you it's well, important to make sure that you have somebody that you can lean on, even if, even if they're going through a season of helplessness too.
0: Yeah, because even if you're not in a hopeless situation, there's a lot of times you can feel like you're in a helpless situation. Um, when my husband was deployed over Christmas, it was helpless. Like I couldn't I couldn't comfort my child and you know, all she wanted was her dad to be home. And so when we facetimed um, her dad, you know, they got to open presents or whatever. My husband had got very choked up and they don't kill me <laughs> he got very choked up and he was like i got i gotta go you know like oh. so like we we finished presents and stuff and he kind of like hung up and went because it was just he was helpless and he was hopeless you know there was no oh let me pack up and just go home to my kids for a little bit and then i'll come back and things. Yeah. so you were kind of helpless in that situation even though it was like a joyful moment my kids were very happy you know they had you know their grandparents and they had presents there was a person missing and it was visible and there was nothing I could do to feel that void for them. Yeah. And so there's a lot of times that you're still going to feel helpless and you're going to make it through. You're going to, you know, come out the other side. I came out 15 pounds of skin <laughs> after COVID. So, I mean, I came out the other side, you know, all of our kids have made it through their accidents and, um, I just, you know, during the toddler ages, I feel like I promise our kids don't get hurt that often. But if you're talking between the two of us, it sounds like a lot. Um, (laughs) I had to just pin that out there before somebody's like, oh, my God, what happens to their kids?
1: (laughs) Listen, they like when we take them into the hospital, they're like, how did this happen? Like, listen, this is a true story. This is really how it happened. I promise.
0: Right. I was like, thankfully, my four year old was telling the same story because I was like, look, this is what happened. And they were like, it is. I was like yes like I wouldn't intentionally I do not want to be here do you not see me crying like I can't help it and so we just we had a rough week my family had a really rough week and then I had to bring Cody into it because she's my friend and so like you had me involved (laughs) so I don't know what else and so we just had a rough week yes last week I want to say like yesterday but um and it was kind of just put on our hearts like I told Cody I was like I felt so so helpless in that situation and like I know that it's relatable to the military life. And I really think this is what we should talk about. And she's like, oh my God, yes. Like I I have, like, oh my God, I can share this story Let me pull out my playbook. (laughs) Let me roll my scroll. Um, So if you're going through a season or a day of helplessness or hopelessness, um, whichever or both, know that you're not alone. We've experienced it. We experienced it a lot. We've gone through it this past week. Um, And it's hard. It's hard to kind of pull yourself out and be like, wow, I made it through, like, because nobody wants to go through a hard time, nobody wants to go through a hard time, much less alone, Um, you know, my, I was thankful my husband's there, was there during that situation, he's, you know, currently going again, Um, so it's kind of me navigating the aftermath of it, and I told Cody, I I have so much anxiety, like, I had, like, bubble guts, because (laughs) I was just so nervous about the whole situation, about my husband leaving, and me trying to, like, Navigate this current situation that we're in,
1: boys. Like, we have a boy crew over here, and so I was like, We have to be careful, like, we have to be careful, (laughs) have to be careful. And they just want to wrestle. For example, like my son, he's gonna start wrestling, and uh, he's he caught on to me in the car, he's like, Mom, I told you I wanted to battle. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, i want to fight somebody, Mom. And I was like, done. Wrestling is like fighting. He's like, no, it's got too many moves. I just want to battle. And I was like, fine, I'll find you somewhere to battle because that's going to save me a chunk of money if that's the thing that you want to do. Take, but-
0: take it outside. Yeah. What exactly. did you say earlier? I have a field. We... We were messing with our kids, and we're like, "Yeah, you know, when we were kids, we had to go to the bathroom outside in the dirt." And they were like, "What?" They were like, "Well, you know, we got a nice big field next to our house." This is a military
1: housing. Please do not go <laughs> use the bathroom in that field. Um, but no, yeah, we just we have wanted to crazy. come
0: on here and yeah, and share our hearts a little bit, you know, like. I know we had some questions and probably some weird looks. They were like, what kind of happened to them? And they disappeared for a few days. Um, basically our family that we have melded into one had a huge meltdown. Um, and it's just, you experience it a lot in military life. And we had to let you know that like, it's normal. Don't give up. Don't resent your spouse. Don't resent your life. Don't resent yourself. Don't don't be mad at yourself for going through those seasons especially um I know we have some um male listeners but as a woman um you know your hormones get the better of you and there's times that you're like I'm crying and I don't know why I'm crying and I'm just gonna cry because I need to do it and I'd rather do it in my car you know listening to worship music on the way to church because that's me all the time (laughs) oh my daughter's like
1: I'm gonna cry like probably yeah Yeah, it's like 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 over... you're crying again. yeah i'm crying
0: i have an overwhelming feel that i need to cry and i just need to my husband will be like why are you crying i'm like i don't know just don't ask let me do it just let me cry. Cry. Just as long let as me i'm not it.
1: crying on you why do you care but nobody's though, hurt we always are badgering you guys about like finding your your tribe and your crew or your, your village or whatever you want to call it and um I think it's really important because this last week we all came together to make sure Felicia's little boy was comfortable and happy and felt special. And um, whether that meant like me driving up to the hospital and grabbing her and bringing donuts and coffee or my husband calling him on FaceTime to check on him and stuff like those things make a huge difference just for like, you know, putting the pieces back together after you feel like such helplessness or hopelessness, whichever one is the case for you. It is important to have those people surrounding you. So I know we move around a lot and I know we're not good at taking our own advice as we're getting ready to split up, but you have to, You know, find whether it's military spouses or your church or maybe your work or maybe wherever the opportunity presents itself. Find somebody that you can lean on when your spouse is gone, because I promise you, it makes it makes a ton of difference, and it's the comfort that you need in those moments where you're just like. I'm five seconds away from a padded cell if somebody doesn't come over here and give me a hug and tell me it's all going to be okay because sometimes that's just what you need to hear. And you're not always able to hear those words from your spouse in the moment you need them. You know, when my son heard his mouth, my husband didn't have his phone. He wasn't allowed to have his phone. Um, so he had to, uh, luckily he like snuck and checked it and found out, but You know, there there are moments that the military does not um, allow us to have immediate access to our spouses. Um, So it's important to at least have one person in. And maybe they're not even there with you. Maybe they're at another station or or another posting. Um, As long as you have somebody that you can lean on, that is so important. And I promise you, you it's a world of difference.
0: And if you don't and you're feeling helpless or hopeless, shoot us a message. Because, girl, we got you. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest.
1: Hashtag spill the coffee.